you're right. We're back again, like that terrible itch that you uh, that you've got the cream for, and it just won't go away. Um, yeah, get well soon. Johnny should have been with us tonight. He's got the lurgy. I don't know which one of the lurgy. Something about bears. I think that's what he said. Anyway, we're a Birdcamp Wonderland. We are an Arsenal podcast, and this is ABW Live. And with me tonight is Josh, the man with a moustache and 50% less headphones than he had 10 minutes ago. How are you doing, Josh? Uh, I'm doing significantly better than my other set of headphones. That uh, As soon as I asked, how were you, Danny, uh, yeah. I decided to cut down. So... Perhaps it was a blessing in disguise that I didn't get to hear that part of the conversation. Yeah, because unlike my guts, uh, you, which it usually is, it wasn't this time. It is just uh, it's minus two degrees of my arthritis. It's going, you won't be moving today. No, 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 no. And the NHS <laughs> is shit because I went to see a doctor who could barely speak a word of fucking English. He asked me five questions, ladies and gentlemen, five questions. And when I got the letter through from the NHS, he hadn't listened to any of the fucking answers. Apparently, I, I don't live on my own and I use electric chair every day. No, you stupid fuck, I don't. I don't. I have a child who doesn't give a shit, and I'm wheeling around in this fucking piece of shit all day long that I've had since 1991 when I could see my undercarriage about using mirrors. That's why your headset broke, Josh. You didn't hear any of that. <laughs> no, I, I didn't get to hear that. Fortunately, I've now heard it second time around when it's slightly more coherent, and, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I missed out the first time around. So if you're watching Mr. Pradeep, you, sir, can go fuck yourself. I'm going to get another... <laughs> what's the word for it rheumatologist because you are a fucking moron uh right let's have a little look at see who's in the, the chat box window thinking malarkey my bob martin gilmore he's looking very smiley there with um some young ladies he says uh great performance tonight well thank you because we haven't done anything oh the team oh okay i see um, Stephen edwards says woo some brilliant football today and again another man with a couple of young ladies i say young ladies the, the youtube bit is covering up i can't see who the person on the right is i'm just taking it that you are a, a, a philanderer and uh i don't know what any other words after that are mr waffles a man who is never knowingly surrounded by ladies he's surrounded by two young men who were sat on his sofa playing xbox last time i looked um so there you go uh, he says uh, hello uh, love a good clean sheet there we are. Um, it is quite good. That's two in a row. And Stephen Edwards, we've already spoken to, formerly Noza, says Alba. Yeah, there you go. Can't argue with that. And lots of numbers, Tierney, Saka and Laka. We're really good tonight. We're really good tonight. Yes, you were very right. Jimmy H said, evenings. Evening. Colo's used cars says, ye, I do not know what the fuck that is in your avatar. I suppose no one's put porn in their avatar yet. We won't know until it pops up on the screen. So there you go. I would have done it by now, but I'd probably be found out by people that are watching. So uh, still after that, Ford for your Mark 1, Ford Fiesta, Colo, if you can sort me out, that'd be lovely. Um, ah, Phil Macker, he says, uh, well, I enjoyed that, and we've not been able to say that often of late. No, you haven't. Um, Jimmy says, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Yes. Um, any other new names here? There is... Oh, Grumpy Gooner. Might have to change that soon. Brilliant game. It certainly was. Uh, Thomas from Norway, where it's probably minus 100. Looked like a top, looked like a top striker. That that doesn't scan. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> Matt Roberts says, hello, Gunner90. I said, even though it says, uh, Alba's body language is shocking. I always think of a good analogy for Alba, Josh. Have you mm. ever seen a stray cat in your garden? Uh, yes, I, I'm have aware you, of cats. Have you ever tried to tempt a stray cat in? Little bit, little bit, 
little bit, mm. and then it may come in. So that's a little bit like Aubameyang at the moment. He's kind of not interested. Then he's a little bit interested. And then at times he looks slightly interested. I reckon next game or the game after, we're going to get our, our Aubameyang back. Do you like my analogy? I did like your analogy. And I, I'd agree. I think just get some dreamies. I've saw mm. a lot of adverts for those. So give him a little shake for him. And he'll be there uh, too sweet. Uh, oh, hopefully he's scoring some goals. As I have here, hidden from my cats, Sean bought the cats for Christmas. Can't make too much noise, they'll be all in here and I'll be covered in pussy. These things, they're, they're duck strips and oh. they stink. And Dora loves them and she doesn't eat human food or dead things. She only eats biscuits. So, uh, yeah, she's she loving them. Um, who else is there? Darren Clifford uh, says, uh, Winterburn-esque from KT. It's very true indeed. I, uh, uh, I've seen James Ralph Stokes is in there. Shut up. On the Facebook. Oh, oh, I haven't looked at the Facebook one yet. Right, you, oh. um, uh, you, you read out some of what the people are saying. And okay, going... uh, I, Nick fights is in the the Twitch. I was going to say the Discord, but it's not. That's not how it works. I barely know how any of these work now. I've got to that point where technology is no longer my friend; is now an enemy, uh, a sworn enemy. Uh, and you've got Travis in there, Travis Desmond as AKA the Walrus and the Hedgehog. Uh, they're not an indie band. They are a catering company who do some tasty, tasty food. And they don't sell hedgehogs. Or they don't sell hedgehog or wall rye. Is it walruses or wall rye? sizes. Walrus sizes. Uh, I forgot to tweet that we were live, so you carry on. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, I was busy looking for the uh, looking for the link to where we were anyway because I couldn't see it on the YouTube either. Oh, uh, oh Stephen Edwards says my son is not a lady. Um, I mean, that's a very close-minded uh, thought there, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, anyone can be whatever they are. If he wants to be a helicopter, yeah, yeah, if that boy wants to be a helicopter, he can goddamn be a helicopter. Yeah, he could be two of them. Exactly. Uh, Mike Harneman is there as well. Yes, boys, fantastic win. Three in a row in a group of fixtures we all know we'd struggle to get any points from. Um, oh, We've even got questions as well. They've started coming through. We, we should probably start the show at some point, shouldn't we? We should do. I've, I've done all the tweets now. And I'm yeah. going to go and find the thing from... Uh, is uh, Oh, there's a name for you. Sonam Gurung. There is a picture. Uh, on my screen, it's less than an inch wide. Looks like him with a lady with his arm round. That's very good. Julian Salmon um, one of our, is one of our members. It says, evening from Colombia. You didn't read that bit out, did you? No, I didn't read out that Julian Salmondo was here. He did ask us a question, though. Did he? Where's this one from? Um, I'm trying to find. I'm just looking through to see. Uh, Stokes! Oh, Seven Selby's there. We'll yeah, so oh, if, you go, if you go three up, there you go. Your beard stirs, stirs my loins. There you are. And I follow him on um, on the Instagrammings. And he's having a lovely time. And his kid has, a kid has never looked more like his father. Then um, his son looks like James, and that is a that is a wonderful thing. So testament uh, to his milkman. Yes, indeed, your milkman must look just <laughs> like you, Stokes, <laughs> and Mrs. Stokes and Baby Stokes. Yeah, uh, they were meant to be getting the Goonersphere back on. They ain't done it. So what I'm going to have to do is get them all back on again and do a podcast of us because it seems they're too fucking lazy to do anything on their own. Um, oh, there's just so many, so many people. Oh, we've got someone on the Twitch. Hi, Claudius. Okay, real talk. When does Big Bobby Holding get into the England squad? <laughs> I'd say fucking never. Oh, here we go. We've got to... Uh, yes. So, um, 
what do you think to the lineups? Was there any shock with uh, anything that, that they started with? Because uh, I wasn't overly happy about Martinelli not starting. But then I thought that's a little bit cruel to have a Brazilian who has never seen weather less than thirty degrees coming in at minus two <laughs> up north. So, what are your thoughts on the lineups? Uh, to be honest, I had the opposite thought. I was kind of ha- happy that Martinelli was rested. I think that's the way I'd probably describe it, rather than dropped. Uh, the rest of the team kind of picked itself. Uh, Sabios in for El Neni. He, you know, against West Brom, we can play. We don't need to be so defensive, do we? With two proper sitting midfielders, we could play someone with a bit more um, guile and industry. Um, yeah, and I thought it would be the perfect chance with Lacazette starting, uh, sorry, with Aubameyang starting, for him to finally uh, score from open play again because... I can definitely say he's not scored from open play all year, um, given that it's a second of January, uh, without having to go back through and work out when the last time he did actually score from open play was. But it's I, been a while. I had a vision, Josh. At one point, I thought, hold on, what if we get a penalty? Would Lacazette turn down the chance of a hat trick to return the favour that Aubameyang did for him and hand him the ball? Oh, I don't know. Lacazette's never scored a hat trick for us, so. He might he might take it up. Turns our biggest bowl, goal bonuses. Uh, might be a bag extra box think, of mince pies in for him. I think he would go and why doesn't let me do that? I think he would give it to a bummy young, and then they'd have their bromance to be back on fire, and it, it, it'd be a lovely thing to see. I think that's only fair. Yeah, no, I think it's it's only fair as well that he would offer it back. But you know, chance for hat trick doesn't come around every week, and he doesn't get many of them. Mm, he so, doesn't. Yeah. yeah, so with the starting lineup, Sam, for people who may not have seen the game, we had Leno in goal, Tierney at left back. My, uh, Tierney at left back, left wing back, left midfield, left wing, and left striker was Tierney. Uh, Mari and holding at the back, a centre par, uh, centre pairing with Bellerin at right back. What do you think of the holding Mari um, combination at the back? Because as long as holding doesn't do anything other than defend, I think he's all right, isn't he? Yeah, I, I think Mari is the perfect centre back for Arsenal in kind of a squad capacity. Mm. So we know Gabriel is the first choice left-sided centre-back. And every time Mari has come in, I think I said it in the last pod I was on as well, that the fact he's only played very few games for us and has come in and looked solid in every single game says that he's like a perfect squad centre-back for us. That, you know, you can just drop him in and you don't need to worry about him. Rob Holding... I think he's quietly been very good uh, this season for us, uh, having done a slight change in position from him being on the left side of defence to uh, the right side. I think he's our best option at the moment. He's keeping David Luiz out of the team, which I think everybody is uh, relieved about. And it's just a case of, yeah, until he makes a mistake, then we've got Callum Chambers coming back, um, who I think might be our long-term option. But, yeah, I think whilst he's in this rich vein of form, it's right to also sign him up as well, uh, as the talk is, to get him on a new contract. Yeah, there's a, I saw a tweet that said, uh, Gunner, uh, Runner, the Gunner Runnerson, which is one mm-hmm. hell of a name if you're an Arsenal player, that he's on more money than, than Holding is. Now, I, I think he, when he came from the Farmers League, I think he's on about 40 grand a week. I struggle to believe that that holding is on less than forty grand a week when you see some of the shit we're giving money to at the club. Yeah, no, it was surprising, but have you froze? 
I think Josh has froze, or I've frozen. I'm going to go and have a look at the screen and then see what's happened. Am I still moving? Oh, no, yeah, I'm just checking the YouTube. It is officially Josh that has frozen. Oh, dear, never mind. Right, it's me on my own then, isn't it? Um, and then in the midfield, we had Ceballos and Xhaka. Finally, people, uh, let me know what you think in the chat box. What do you think about the the Xhaka, Ceballos? Is Xhaka forgiven all of his sins? Because, quite frankly, he's been a bit of a tit. But it seems to be he has a good game than a bad game. Um, so... Oh, it's Josh. Cactus has said it's poor old Josh. Did we forget to plug Josh in last night? Uh, he's not had a good time of it. Josh needs a spare webcam. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's frozen in real life because it's uh, it's chilly up north. It's uh, oh, it's minus one degree here now. Oh, it's full screen on me. That's the way the ladies like it. I've got a snood on. I haven't got a fat neck. Uh, so uh, yeah, Renry says over to me. So yeah, midfield. I think uh, the the Jacker. He's gonna he's gonna do all right if he has people playing around him that are gonna not gonna put him in trouble where he can mess stuff up, and so then had a, a kind of midfield three ahead of them with um, Zekro, not Zekro, that's next Arsenal player, isn't it? Emil Smith throw in the middle, pulling strings, getting. Did anybody notice? This is one of the notes that I've made. Did anybody notice that any similarities to the way that Emil Smith Rowe was playing and the way Jack Wilshere used to play? Getting in everything, getting stuck in and getting a boot in the entire time. How many times in the first half did Smith Rowe get pulled down? Did he get kicked? Did he get shoved, poked in the eye? Did he get his hair pulled? He spent more time on the floor being shoved over, which is good because then we can make the most of that and we can get somebody in who is good at free kicks. Xhaka, don't think he's the man for our free kicks, although he scored a magnificent free kick, but that was last year and we've moved on since then. So it's going to be plenty of free kicks around the area because they know that is the only way you're going to stop the likes of um, Saka on the right, uh, Smith Rowe in the middle, and maybe if he can be bothered, Aubameyang on the left-hand side doing stuff to see if uh, get himself playing back into form. Here we go. Liam uh, says, Xhaka can still go, turning it on once the shit hits the fan it's the fans that we've done there isn't good enough mm, I don't think he's the future at the club uh, Divyun says we should send Tierney to rescue John from from, from the chills the alpha says, I have a uh, my take out here and my mate Shazzy owns a place called Chili Bite and I read that as Chili Bite then I read it again and realised it said chills uh, oh, here we go Mr Waffles that's high praise he's okay if people around him don't make him think <laughs> <laughs> Mike Harneyman. Yes, Emil Smith Rowe was a like a terrier. He certainly is. Um, I should go and check the uh, my messages to see if I've got anything from Josh yet. No, nothing there. I'm gonna check my phone. I shouldn't really do this. Look at my phone during a show. Has he messaged me? Got a message from uh our cactus saying he's free. So what do we do? What do we do, people? Do I wait a little bit and see if Josh can come back? Um, what I'm going to go and do, I'm going to go and get this. I'm going to go and find Mr. Cactus. Then I'm going to go and uh, uh, get a message. Go to Cactus. Clickety click. Uh, there. And I'll go and send them a link to Cactus. And then he can come and join us. Richard can come and join us. Oh, there's Josh. Oh, he sent it anyway. We don't know what's happened there. Sorry, my internet went. Ah, uh, okay. All right, Richard, if you're watching, we don't need you. <laughs> going to send him that message. Yeah, Richard said that he was free, and so I've sent it. I've, I've tickled him, sent it to him, and then denied him. So we just sat here in utter silence, waiting for you to come back. What happened? Internet just uh, went down. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know why it went oh, down. Well. Uh, well. I think it's because I got TP links, and one of them just decided. Eh, so <laughs> talk now. 
Okay. Don't well, need internet. No, well, the point that I was up to, I was just saying that Xhaka and Sabayos, they're looking quite good together. And I said, um, Xhaka is okay as long as no one around him makes him do anything that means he has to think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought he was good this evening. Uh, I I think everybody generally had a good game. I can't think of anyone from a poor performance out there anyway. Uh, I don't know what the the chat boys kind of thought as well on Granite Xhaka. Um, it still needs to go. I think the, the rest of it. Ah, yeah. yeah uh, I think that's probably about right. But we're in this moment where we know we're going to be playing some shit players. <laughs> oh, Thomas from Norway. Yeah. Brexit kicked in. R.I.P. Josh. You've got someone in. I think it's Canada land. Oh, Richard is there. He can come and join us anyway. There you go, Richard. Hello. Hello, gang. Hey, Josh. Hi, Richard. My, my internet's worse than yours. At least on his mobile phone, you've got a five thousand pound <laughs> Apple Mac. There's a big difference there. (laughs) Oh, look at that. He's frozen already. Adam Hopkins, who I think maybe Canadian, says even when Gabrielle is back, it would still be really harsh to leave out Mari. He's been looking really assured at the back. Who would be your your choice at the back if everyone was fit? Because I'm going to go Gabrielle. No one would not say Gabrielle. I like Mari playing with him. Uh, I would say Gabrielle and then I would play someone else in there. But I think it's an upgrade. I wouldn't play... Mari on that side. We brought him in as uh, a left-sided, left-footed centre-back. That's the position he knows. And I would probably... Callum Chambers is the one I would say is probably our first choice at the moment from people in the squad. Well, the papers Uh, say he's going out on loan or might even be sold. What do they know? Exactly. What do they know? Oh, apparently Adam is Welsh living in Canada. I'm I'm sorry. Does he know Jeff? I think all Canadian people in there know each other. Um, Richard, who would be your centre-back pairing if everybody was fit and why? I suppose we've waited for, uh, forever to get a left-footed centre-back and now we've got two and Josh had just told me we can't play them both together. He's not having it. Oh, here you go. Like uh, Cordius have just said, Mary and Gabby are both left-footed. So one or the other, I think. Which one would you go for? Uh, I would go for Big Bob Holding and Gabrielle. Um, although I, I said I think Mari has done very very well. I think he's been very assured uh, and and quite calm as well. Um, I feel sorry for Gabriel in the sense of like he was our centre back when we were absolute dog shit. Um, excuse my language. Uh, so I I, I I would say Gabriel and, and Big Bob Holden. I think I think in a two I don't think Louise is as comfortable enough. I think he's far too exposed um, in, in, in a pairing and Callum Chambers isn't fit, bless him. So yeah, they, they would be my two. Ron Ree is asking about Saliba. Nobody knows. Even Chris doesn't know, does he? Bizarre, isn't it? It's the weirdest thing considering how much money we spent on that mm. guy. Can you think, I, I said in our WhatsApp group um at some time when I woke up and went back to sleep. The last player I remember a club buying to get in as a, as a player they're going to use regularly was Joe B. B. Bucamp, B. Camp, B. Champ. I don't know Bo how you say that. Bo Champ. When he went from Oxford to West Ham, he was there for a week and went, I don't like it, I want to go home. And they sold him back to Oxford or Swindon or some combination of those teams. I can't ever remember having a player for a year and a half and then going, nah. <laughs> We've paid 20-odd million pounds for one of the best um, up-and-coming young um, centre-backs in the world, Josh. Don't want him anymore. Never, Not even tried him. Nah. It's, it's, it's all very Chelsea, isn't it? You know, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Mo Salah, 
Uh, yeah. Keep going on, Marco Marin. There's another one that they and kind of brought in and didn't want to play. Junior. They they did the same with Louise, didn't they? Yeah, originally. Yeah. They yeah, they bought him and then they binned him off again and then bought him back again. Yeah, they and uh, the what Matic didn't they do it with him? Matic? No, I thought Matic came. He's got a box full of stuff. What is it? What's in the box? What's in the box? Sweeties. Oh, he's muted himself. He's never going to tell us. I'm trying trying to find something to put my phone on. (laughs) Why haven't you gone and bought a £6 phone holder off of Amazon? Uh, I I do have one, but unfortunately, my magic headset that uh, I bought on your recommendation doesn't fit with any of the cases. So it's, um, yeah, oh, absolutely bastards. Dylan McKenzie, he says, big Lukaku as well. There was a McKenzie yeah. at Peterborough, uh, and we used to have a song about McKenzie. And I'm saying about he'd hit the net like a fucking rocket. That's McKenzie. <laughs> da, 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 da. No, then he went to be the boxer. And uh, that was it. So there you go. Uh, Clive Allen, there you go, Phil Macker. That's what we get for being old. Clive Allen, we bought him. I think that was more of a, a planned situation where Crystal Palace, he was at Crystal Palace, uh, QPR, and Crystal Palace wanted him all the other way around. And we they wouldn't sell to one and the other. So we were in the middle and we got Kenny Sampson. But that was mm. the gist of it. Should we move on with some more information about the game? Well, we haven't even got to up front. We had a bum young on the left and Smith Rowe in the middle. It was getting kicked all over the place. Saka on the right. Lacazette up front. And one of the notes I made, um, Josh, was that... Uh, I can't even put Leo, Leon McKenzie. That's the very man. Um, that It reminded me of when Wilshire used to play. He's getting kicked all over the place and pulled down and shoved and poked. And we're, we can make the most out of that. We, if we get someone who can take free kicks and get them on target, because Xhaka was a fluke. Mm. Um, Luis has got maybe one or two in his entire life. Um, Pepe doesn't play for us anymore. He, and he, he used all of his up in that. I mean, he got two in that one game in the Europa League. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you see any similarities? Because I think it's it, quite similar players at times, aren't they? Yeah, I think there are certain similarities between the two. Uh, he's very much that kind of modern number 10. I think with Smith Rowe, which is a bit more like a uh, bit more like an eight, really. Uh, just someone's a bit more creative going forward. And I thought, again, he was superb today. Going to have to continue making the caveat, I think, throughout the show, if my you know Wi-Fi and headset situation continues to not screw me over. Let's say this was West Brom that we played, you know. Um, remember how everybody was screaming and shouting to say William was the second coming of Jesus uh, <laughs> for his performance against Fulham, first game of the season. Just, yeah, dampen a few uh, expectations there. But otherwise, I think, yeah, he was he was great for us. And I think he's got, he's like the Aryan Grealish is the way I could describe him at the moment for yeah, us. He could be. Um, Richard, the uh, I just thought of something there. What did I just think? Oh, good God, it's gone already. Um, no, I was going to make a, a good point there. Something I've just read. Oh, that was it. Josh was saying it's West Brom. This is the West Brom that went to Liverpool two games ago and got a Drew. Drew got a Drew. Is that why he's not podding? Yeah. Two games before that, they went to Man City and got another Drew. So they were. They've got all the Drews. They've got all the Drews. We've only got one Drew here. Bless him. Um, Yeah, so they're they're not the worst team in the league, although that's Sheffield United. But to go there and win 4-0, I wasn't expecting that, were you? No, but I mean, you know, these are the teams that we've not been beating. We've been 
doing crap against um our, our record i think in this this calendar year against the bigger sides i think has been a lot better um and it's it's the lesser sides those sides that sit in a low block and that we just we can't break down they're the teams that we're struggling with and so i'm i'm very positive about today's game you know uh, west brom be damned you know it was i was so happy with the way we played we played with aggression we played with speed and i i, I genuinely think that had after that second goal that snowstorm hadn't come down and slowed us down that are the zip of our passing i think we would have probably even scored a couple more in that first half but yeah no, no i'm i'm i don't care if it was west brom i'll i'll you know i'll i'll, I'll take four goals against any team only uh, you know every weekend josh i claudius on our twitch says i thought lacquer was done but now he looks really good with energetic attacking midfielders around him that's what's made the difference, hasn't it? Not only is he scoring goals, but he's looking up for it. And that's that. Is that four games in a row he scored for us now? Uh, it's four games in a row? I'm not sure. But he has looked so important to us in the way we're kind of playing as well, that the young guys have got someone to bounce off from. I think what we've seen with Aubameyang starting up there is that he's, you know, he's not great in the link-up play, Lacazette has been superb and I think he's been unlucky in some games to not score because his performance is yeah his looked, performance he's got is, he's got five in the last four he scored against Man City in the League Cup against Chelsea in the league Brighton in the league and two tonight yeah and I think he's shown that we are a better team with him in at the moment for what we're trying to do and so long that may that continue at the moment I think we kind of wonder how that's going to work long term because obviously we've got someone like Martinelli. We want to get him in the side. And if we can't, you know, if Aubameyang's out on the left, it's the big question of how do you kind of get those three into the team without necessarily shoehorning someone into a position that isn't great for us? Yeah, I think you're right there. Um, what else are they saying in, in the, the wonderful chat? It always makes me wonder when you lot with, with delete your own comments you can say whatever you want in here. So it must be pretty bloody bad or they've just made an error. Like Jack <laughs> should be captain or something. Um, Rudy Rastos. Hi, Rudy says, uh, Aubameyang looking shit though. It is. Um, Richard, Aubameyang, what's going on? Did you hear my uh, analogy at the start of the show? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I what was the analogy? Like, can you recap it, it for me? It was uh, when you've got a stray cat and the stray cat doesn't want to know. You can tease it in a little bit. It gets a little bit closer. A little, little bit. Then it comes in. It's out again. And then it comes in. It stays in a bit long. That's like a bum young, isn't it? It's just a matter of time until eventually he does. Um, we have got him in and he's sitting on our lap and we're petting him, stroking him, giving him a tickle and he's scoring goals. Or do we take him <laughs> to the vet, snap him, put down? Uh, <laughs> definitely option a uh, <laughs> option b is a little bit extreme um i wouldn't i wouldn't go along with um that i thought Aubameyang was shit i thought he was he was okay um he his attitude and his his overall play was much better than it's been in the last couple of games it's still not great um but it was i thought it was markedly um, better than what he's been showing in the last couple of games. Uh, I think the move back out to the wing um, has facilitated that. I don't think it's worked with him as that lone as that lone striker um, as uh, doing the job that Arteta wants their centre forward to do. 
Lacazette is neither technically good enough uh, with the ball at his feet, as in link-up play. He's not strong enough, and I, he doesn't win aerial duels. So um, he was always going to struggle. Um, it, it, he he looks he 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 looks what he is. He's out of form. Um, you know, a Bamiang of uh, you know six months ago or a year ago. You know, the, the couple of chances that he had today, he would have absolutely buried them and put them away. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of the, you know, the one at the um, the near post where he almost he almost feel babbed it. Um, you know that he could have he he could have just he just anticipated a little bit better and he could have scored. And uh, there, there was another one where he um, late in the second half we took the ball uh, on, on his left foot and shot kind of straight at the goalkeeper. I think you know. Six months ago, he probably would have cut in on his right foot and just curled that back into the goal. So, I th- I think it will come. I think it's it's looking better for him, without being fantastic at the minute. Sorry if I was a bit long winded. Oh, that's good. That's okay. So in other words, it's going to take time, mm. or it'll either will work or it won't. That's that's all you really need to know. Um, Josh, twenty-one shots at goal. I hope you're sitting down. 12 on target. <laughs> on target, one from Bellerin, one from Holding, one from Tyranny, one from Willian, which I, I, I nearly fainted and Willian got one on target. I thought, well, there you go. One on Bamiyang, one Smith-Rowe, two Saka and four from Lacazette. Does this mean that we're not going to have another shot on target for the rest of January? Uh, it looks that way, doesn't it, based on previous numbers. But I think the only way is up, isn't it, when a couple of weeks ago where it was all very doom and gloom and some of us were like, you know what? Just have the kind of faith it, it will we'll get through this, and it's kind of shown that we're we're in such a better place. Uh, I think what with are we six points off third now? At the moment, really? looking at the table, yeah, the table is fucked up, people. Um, <laughs> I don't want to go and check on that. We have got twenty three. No, we, oh yeah, we're six points off third, um, yeah. fourth, and fifth. And we're back yeah. in a positive goal difference as well with plus one. Exactly. That took us above Leeds as well. Yeah. With the, uh, so looking at this, between between third and 12th, there's six points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's currently, what, is it five, five teams on 26 points? <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, mess, isn't crazy. it? It's an absolute mm. fantasy. Considering we were, what, relegation fodder. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, you know, what it just shows what a difference confidence can make, you know. Yeah, and I think that's the huge point to take away from this is this is the confidence that's the difference here and really got us back into the great run of form that we're in and will take us through January as well. Yes, we've got some half decent games coming up that we should be able to win soon. We've got um, next week uh, a week. I, I, don't, I don't even know what day it is. Oh, it's a Saturday apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, next um, Saturday we have got Newcastle in the FA Cup at home. We'll beat them. Then the fourteenth. I don't know what day of the week that is. We've got Crystal Palace at home. Eight o'clock. We'll beat them. Newcastle at home in the league. After that, we'll beat them. Southampton away in the league. We'll beat them. The next tough game we've got is on the thirtieth of Jan. Um, at home to Man United. Uh, so, I mean, with the way we're going, we, we could well smash those. And after that, we've got, we haven't got any more. That's it. We're going to win every game for the rest of the season, Josh. It's all <laughs> yeah, over. Exactly. Let's give us the title. Exactly. Uh, it's just. Liverpool are going down. Don't bother. Don't bother. <laughs> you know, they haven't got to 40 points yet. So, yeah, anything's that's possible. Be it. 
it's like exactly. all those dickheads who say that we are we're, we were going to get relegated so my tweet that i did on december the 21st arsenal are not getting relegated if we do i will delete my twitter and stop podcasting i thought i said podcasting wrong um, I am pinning this tweet. If you think Arsenal are getting relegated, you are fucking deluded. So every time we win, I just retweet that because that's <laughs> that's the kind of person I am, Josh. I'm vindictive. I'm I'm small minded. And uh, here we go. A question for for Richard because um, I'm giving up on my notes. Uh, this is from I Claudius on Twitch. He says, "Do or she? I don't know. It could be a helicopter for all I know. Do we need January signings or a Martinelli, Smithrow, and party in quotes like new signings?" Ah, oh, you've got to love a, a like a new signing, haven't you? Oh, um, uh, three games ago, I would have said absolutely 100%. <laughs> Give it another three games. Um, you know, I was because I was thinking, I know like there's been like loads of chatter about, um, like is it Bundia? Is that how you pronounce his name? Oh, the, the, Brent the, Norwich, the Norwich, oh, Norwich, yes. Um, I think you're thinking of Ben Rama, the guy who went to West Ham. I think there's someone beginning with B. It could be Bob for all I know. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I just saw some chatter with him, and I'm like, yeah, I would like to sign him. But then I look at what uh, Death Row has done in the last couple of games, and I think, do we really need him? Like Emil Smith Rowe is doing mm. so so well. Um, so it's it's you know, and do you do you go short term and you buy someone that you might not need? And then you're stuck with this guy on big wages, and you can never bloody sell him because we never seem to be able to sign any, uh, to sell anybody um, from this team. Uh, it's it's a, it is it is a tough one because I, like, I think we're also um, aren't we struggling with uh, places in the Premier League squad um, due to like not not having enough homegrown players? I think as as well. Josh will know that. Uh, Josh, save me. Okay, so it's a a problem in January. It's not a problem in the summer because Nketiah and Willock both are then homegrown next season because they're both over 21 then. And then in the summer, Uh, we've got got no Mustafi, no Socrates, (laughs) no Ozil. I'm hoping end of January, we've got no Socrates, (laughs) no Ozil, no David Luiz, no Mustafi. Uh, They're all... Uh, yeah, they're all complete. Actually, no, you know what? Louise and Mustafi, I wouldn't say are deadwood yet, but they don't need news contracts, put it that mm. way. Uh, but yeah, I think we do need to do clearing out before we bring people in. We have already got rid of one. Um, mm-hmm. We have we have the, the Daily Urzel tweet. Cheers, Divian says, Urzel mm-hmm. just tweeted, nice game, my boys. Did he tweet it or did his PR people tweet it? Mm-hmm. Uh, nice game, my boys. Great spirit. Three wins in a row. Team looks good. With a number 10 like Emil Smith-Rowe, the difference maker. I'm off to Fenerbahce. Fuck all of you. And that's possibly the last bit. Yeah, so uh, he was a bit quiet after the last game, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very quiet. Uh, I think that's why he's put, or his people have put something out. I think they were busy writing up that article that went, was it for the Mirror? That said that Ozil was, yeah, that, no, the one that said that Meza Ozil was apparently the best trainer ever at Arsenal, ever. You know, it was almost Donald Trumpian, the way that he was uh, (laughs) kind of blowing his own trumpet, shall we say, that, you know, he is the best performer in training, without a doubt. Um, 
I think he's the, very... the best runner. He runs so far. <laughs> that is exactly it. Uh, and I think the big pointed thing is it's great having a number 10 like Smith Rowe. Ozil is not a number 10 like Smith Rowe. He doesn't have that kind of stuff in there. Um, so, yeah, I think whatever. Bye, Ozil. See you later. You can enjoy your time at Fenerbahce. But I think you will. Buster Cherry, bring back Wenger. He was great at selling players. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kolasinic has gone, but he's gone with because uh, he's only got six months left on his contract. He's gone to the team I can't say. I've got to say Schalke. Schalke? Uh, he got 18 months left. He's got 18 months left on his contract. Oh, of course he has. I have got a list here, and it's mm-hmm. um, yes, his contract runs out in June 2022, mm-hmm. along with Lacazette, Elneny, Chambers, Maitland, Niles, Nelson, and Ketia and Smith Rowe. So I did I have that written down. Yes, so um, he's for the rest of the season, he's gone on a loan and he's taken a 50% pay cut. We pay 25%, and uh, the German team, whose name I can't say, is it Schalke? Schalke. Schalke. Fair Schalke. play to him. Fair play to him. Mm-hmm. Not yes. wanting to sit on the bench, and you know, like, he actually wants to play football. So, more more power to him. Hmm. All right, let's get back to the game. So, um, some of the I, I I weeped at one point. First of all, I expected we'd seen all that snow. I thought Tierney would come out in just his underpants and uh, his, and socks and be running around and still be the greatest player on the pitch. Uh, that bit I've mentioned. Uh, Oh, what, in the fifteenth minute, Josh, that mm-hmm. turn lobbed paths from Ceballos to take to Saka was something from the Matrix. Can you explain how he managed to do that? He had his back; he was facing the goal with his right foot. He got the ball, kicked it over, and it landed at the feet of Saka, who was running down the right wing. He didn't even know who was there. How did that yeah. happen? That's all about training and knowing where your fellow players are meant to be positioned on the pitch. Okay, and I think. Oh, yes. No, sorry. Uh, he just hoofed it and it was lucky. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll backtrack on that. Hoofed it, it was lucky. I think the only thing that kind of let down that move was the fact that Saka miscontrolled it. Uh, it kind of slowed him down a little bit. Otherwise, he was in behind. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was It was a great pass from Ceballos. And I think just generally, I thought his passing was very good. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, a couple of times I got Ceballos and Holding mixed up. And apparently it was Holding that got the assist for... Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, 23 minutes, um, Richard. Holding long ball to, to Kieran Tierney. Oh, Kieran, I can't say Kieran and Tierney because then my accent goes Irish for no fucking reason. Um, and I've just put here, who does magic? Explain to the wonderful listeners and viewers and people doing neither. Explain that magic for us because looking back at it, January the 2nd, we've got goal of the season, goal of the month, goal of the decade already because that was just... oh. I'm gonna have a lay down while you talk about it. <laughs> um, it was it was um, someone so full of confidence. It was just it was absolutely astounding. He he, he got his head up and he he just he knew that he had the right back's number every single time and just to to do what he did as in like with the pace knock it round just run round him a bit like what Thierry Henry used to do. Thierry Henry used to do that to like uh, Jamie Carragher like every other week. <laughs> just knock the ball 10 yards, just run round him. And then to not only do that, but then to have the skill to, to come back inside on his, on his, on his right foot. And I, I saw the, the West Brom guy had, had thought about it, had a cheeky little tug, then kind of chickened out of it and let him go and just absolutely twatted it right foot. 
beautiful. It was a wondrous goal. And then he celebrated with all the Scottish anger he could muster from his T-shirt limbs. It was just everything about it was glorious. It was absolutely fantastic. Long may it continue, King Tierney. Josh, when when he did that turn, you thought, hold on, he's, he can't sell him. He sold him three dummies in a row. In fact, if you go back and have a look at the Hawthorns now, that player's still looking, going, where's he gone? Where's he, where's he really gone? Absolutely magnificent. Did you expect him to cross it with his left foot or did you think he's going to be a little bit cheekier? And with his right, I didn't even know he had a right foot, with his right foot, back of the net. Because have you seen a better goal this season? I just don't. Yeah, I have the second goal. Oh, to be honest, to be no. quick, <laughs> that's the second goal. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think just yeah, uh, Tierney was on a different planet today. Uh, I thought mm. it was a bit like he'd known he has defeated the Hulk in training. The left back has left. He is now the undisputed heavyweight champion of the left back at Arsenal. You know his team lost uh, earlier to Rangers. So he's obviously angry about that as well. I was I was surprised he didn't come like dressed from uh, Braveheart for that game, mm-hmm. you know, in the snow. It's the woad paint across his face. Woad. <laughs> and then just come and snap the corner flag in half and say, Jack uh, Kalasinic, this is what you get when you mess with Tierney. And just showed that he had proper, proper uh, passion. And yeah, you just couldn't help but feel happy for him getting that goal because there was a lot of frustration that looked to be released when that hit the back of the net as well. Talking of celebration, Nazika has just uh, subscribed for the second month in a row with their Amazon Prime. Thank you very much, Nazika. We don't use Streamlabs, no. We don't use um, Streamlab OBS or any of those other things, so there's no notifications up on the screen. We're using StreamYard because, uh, yeah, I, the only way I know is to go and have a look at our Twitch thing on our thing, and then it, it shows us. So, Nazika, thank you very much for that. Oh, let's all have a moment, shall we, just to think about that goal. Everybody just... A deep breath in and slowly let it out and think about it. Wow. (laughs) There you go. Right, let's move on, shall we, (laughs) for the next goal. Um, 28th minute, Josh. We'll start with you with this one. Uh, Danny, Saka, Laka, Smith wrote Saka to score. Amazing goal. That's, again, that's all I've wrote. I'm cutting down on the notes. I'm letting the football speak for itself. Tell the beautiful watchers, listeners, and people doing neither your thoughts on that goal and the, the build-up to the play and just the sheer superbness of it. Have you seen a better goal than this all season? Oh, which is which is falling over with joy. <laughs> oh, no, there he is. Back yes. again. <laughs> uh, it was a, uh, it was a great goal. It was like a proper vengable goal. I think my girlfriend, who doesn't even like football, I was like, you need to watch this one, and she was like, what? What's going on? What? What every single pass was just we haven't seen that in what two two or three seasons. Just that kind of, of when we score, we uh, when we scored against Brighton, I shouted, yeah. "You fucking dirty bitch!" and started clapping my hands <laughs> and chanting amongst them. What? And I did it again tonight. I started oh, wow. resorting to calling our players fucking dirty bitches when they scored goals like that. Was <laughs> that the kind of celebration that your missus went? What's happened? Yeah, kind of like she looked up from the iPad going, what, this is this doesn't sound like an Arsenal game. Not that I've been used to anyway in the last six months. It's far too much joy coming from this man's face. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a great goal, superb bit of interplay. And I think going from what I was saying earlier about Lacazette, 
you know, have these young players having someone to bounce off from. We said it about Giroud when he was at the club as well. But having that platform of someone who could interplay, it was it was great and superb movement from the two young guys as well to get through the get through the side and get through that West Brom uh, defensive line. I, I think one of the things that uh, um, that made the goal as well, and uh, that that Emil Smith Rowe really brings to the team, is his ability to get beyond the striker. Hmm. He, it, like I said, he he makes he makes that initial pass into Saka, and then he's off. He's on his bike, and he creates the space that then Lacazette can play into. Uh, it, it, it that for me makes the biggest difference because you know one of the things that was happening was. Lacazette is not doing anything massively different than what he was doing a month ago. It's mm. just that when Lacazette did have the ball, there was statues around him. You know, Willian's not making a run. Uh, 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 you know, Pepe not. You know, Pepe doesn't really go that mm. often beyond what the, the defender's going. No one's making a run behind him, kind of thing. Like and throw when he pulls players out of position and makes holes. No one was doing that. Mm. Yeah, and that's the, that's the point. Richard was talking about he was talking about so mm. oh yeah cool I'm not saying what? this is what you should be saying I'm agreeing no. with him again. I noted on the replay when uh, I think we scored the third goal um, Smith Rowe was in the middle by the centre by the uh, the edge of the box and as he ran forward and to the left and he took a player with him and then you think well that's leaving more space for other people to come and do but it just turns out he didn't need it anyway because he went in and scored yeah whoever had it on the left hand side I think it was two and he put it in for Lacazette Oh, I'm ruining it now if people don't know what the result was. Um, someone made uh, Rick D 89 on the Twitch says, nice to see we are creating more. Still wish Ozil was on the pitch, pulling the strings. Still eight goals in three games and two clean sheets on to Newcastle in the FA Cup. Very, very true. That is a question for you, uh, Richard. Uh, Divian says, do you reckon we will finish the season with 60 points? Would that be satisfactory? Uh, what are we on in a minute? I've got this waiting. We are on 23. 23. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because, well, well, I don't know. They're saying that they reckon around about 80, 85 might be good enough to win the league because of uh, judging by what everybody's uh, has done at this point and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, I guess so. I, I, as long as we're there and thereabouts to, 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 like I said, to get into to break as far as we can go and keep going. You know, I wouldn't, as long as we get over the, the, the metaphorical uh, 40 points so we don't get relegated, I'll, I'll be, I'll be happy with that in the, the very least. But um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- I think maybe 60 points will probably be, uh, probably be good enough. I mean, it will be better than what we've got so far in, in the first half of the, the league. So yeah, why not? Josh, more or less than 60. Uh, yeah, I think more. I mean, it depends on what, other teams are doing around us as well. I think 60 points is probably good enough for eighth, seventh, maybe. But if you've got expectations of getting into the top four, which I think we could really do at the moment, um, you know, there is a really tight bunch in there. But we could start pushing some teams uh, properly. And yeah, I, I'm more looking at positions rather than number of points, to be honest. Because I think we should be able to go on a proper run now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to find uh, Divian's comment there because uh, 
can you write Divian's name, uh, what we should rename the show? That's what we're going to call the podcast on Thursday when we do it. I haven't got it yet. In January, I will be doing our usual, um, sorting out who's going to be on the shows. And it's like I did in November and it worked well because I couldn't do it in December because December is always a mess and no one knows what day of the week is. So um, I think Josh has done that. Yes, that's what we're going to call it, Divian, this Thursday's podcast. A tyranny winter po- a wonderland podcast thank you very much good name um so where are we down to now he's he's a pick not a scott oh that does sound familiar i don't know why it's from the isle of man that's why he's from the scots that can swim gotcha um <laughs> richard morris freedom yeah. <laughs> Somebody scored after we scored. Um, I think it was a th- probably the third or fourth goal. There was a player on his knees between the halfway line and the and the, the their bias. Was it punching yeah, the floor? I think going, yeah. But I only saw it, and I didn't. They didn't show it in the replay. Was that Savios? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he looked like he was trying to do that. Um, what's that in the in one of the comics where they get on their knee and they punch the floor and something happens? Someone will know. I don't know where I've seen it. <laughs> It reminds me not of something. I don't know. Maybe it's a. I'm going to move on from that before I show that I know not not what I'm talking about. David Cruz, Braveheart, a true story about a little Australian who helps the Scottish. <laughs> like Billy Connolly said, I was the only Scotsman not to be in Braveheart ever. <laughs> it had people who weren't even Scottish in it. Uh, right, going to move down to see if. Uh, uh, oh, going to go move on to my next point that I've made. Uh, 35 minutes, 10 shots, five on target. I had to reread that. I thought I'd gone mad. 54th minute, Josh. Maitland Niles on for Bellerin. Was there a reason for that? Uh, I've not seen Arteta's post match interview. I'm not sure if he's mentioned if it came off. I assume it was an injury that he came off so early. Um, yeah, I, I don't know on that. I'm just annoyed because of fantasy football. They didn't take him off in the you know 60th minute and I get clean sheet bonus. But um yeah you can't have everything do you know Richard? Uh, uh no i don't i haven't i haven't heard anything um but like like, like agree with josh i think it was that early um that is it's probably must be an injury I, i'm hoping that it's just a precautionary thing you know i think we, we three up by that point or uh, well someone here says out. matt roberts says yellow card so he's really on a yellow card so maybe possibly mm. maybe Actually. Yeah, but the score at the point where he went off was um, he went off on 54 2-0. We scored six minutes later. Uh, right, so that's that thing cleared up. It Maybe because he had a yellow card or because he looked like a, a shaggy dog stuck out in the rain with his, with his hair and his, his shorts pulled all the way up to his bum crack. Josh, 60th minute, Laka to uh, Laka, right to Saka, crosses and Ajaye clears against his own post, out to Smithrow. He has a shot, then it comes back out again and Laka places it. Bang, 3 0. Um, what sort of dance were you doing at that point? Um, it was a very interesting dance. That's what I'd go with at that point. Uh, I, won't, I won't mention any further, though. Oh, you win, Milling. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was going full Newcastle fan from last season. <laughs> Flying down the stands when milling. Uh it was it was great. I just didn't expect us to kind of get another one in that kind of scrappy fashion as well. Part of me was hoping Smith Rowe would get it in, but I think it was a Jay again who uh got the block on the line. Uh I thought initially he'd been hit in the nuts. So I think that was the main reason why I was like, Oh, look at this goal. This guy gets hit in the nuts. 
Um, it hits him in the chest, sadly. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think it was exactly what Lacazette had kind of deserved up until that point for his performance. And then his goal afterwards, well, just was the icing on the cake. Certainly was. Kayan Jackson from Jamaica says, Happy New Year, everybody. Certainly is. Happy made up a, a time in a point in space that has no relative to anything other than people on this planet. Uh, New Year to, to all of you. Oh, a superhero <laughs> landing. Deadpool movie. There you go. That's it. Cheers, Matt. Matt knows. Uh, Richard, would you like to say anything about the, the, the third goal or do you want to move on to the fourth goal? Uh, move on to the fourth goal. I think Josh has covered it superbly. Do you want? Do you need my notes? Because all I've got is uh, we counter attack with Xhaka, Alba Tierney crosses for Laka. That's all I put. Yeah, sums up pretty well. The, the one thing I, I, I would um, bring up with that goal is the run. Uh, so what, min, what minute was that? The the fourth goal was in. It was it was fairly late-ish in the game, wasn't uh, 64th. it? Sixty fourth. Sixty. Well, not too bad, but still, um, the run that our Scottish hero, or was it the pick hero whatever you want to call him <laughs> made from like the, the save from the from our own box absolutely flying down that left wing to join the attack uh, to be slid in was again absolutely fantastic I thought Lacazette did really well because it was it wasn't the easiest chance to put away it was like you know kind of high and above and on like say I think he got in with his knee um but it was just it, again the devastating counter-attack football it was you know brilliant and Again, no, no less than what Lacazette's hard work and endeavour deserved. I thought he was, you know, I'm the first to criticise um, Laka when he's when he's been poor in games and things like that. He was absolutely superb today, and I can I can hear the pirate cackling with glee at, uh, at how we're ne- we're now waxing lyrical over um, over Lacazette. But he, it was just, it was absolutely superb. Like I said, brilliant, absolutely brilliant desire from Tierney to get that far. And like I say, you've got to be, got to be in there with a the shout. Like the, the one thing I will say, like the West Brom's defending was absolutely shambolic. Like absolutely nobody picking him up at all. To three of their sent three of their players, learned they're defending. Oh, Gibbs didn't play, but um, oh, I nearly forgotten his name again. We Carl Bartley. Done. Carl Bartley, there you go, and Ajay, who was only at us for a couple of years. You can turn, learn where and see where they learn their defending. Josh, um, <laughs> thoughts on the uh, on that goal? Yeah, and at that point, you think uh, you know maybe uh, Sam Johnson came through our uh, academy as well with his uh, goalkeeping. Did he? He was no, he didn't. I think he came oh. through Man United. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think he was Man United, but yeah, uh, it, they weren't. Um, as Richard kind of said, the defending was atrocious from them, but we, you know what, we had to take advantage and we did. And if that's all we need to kind of help build this confidence up, then I'm happy if we're, you know, taking these kind of chances and putting them away. But as you kind of said before, uh, the right back, I'm not sure. I can't remember who the right back is for West Brom. Not that I'll remember anyway. Um, was it Furlong? Was it might've been Furlong. Um, yeah, he was just, he was having a torrid time with, uh, with Tierney, I've no idea why Big Sam didn't think to, you know, maybe put someone else on to give him a hand. But yeah, uh, we were absolutely superb. And that just kind of rounded off Lacazette's performance as well. Because I think he has really deserved those kind of, uh, yeah, the two goals today. I did say that when he was dropped, um, 
about October, November time. I said, he started off the season three goals in three games. And Chris said to everybody, just stick with him. He'll score goals. That is his job. And we see that we've got the two main strikers at the club, Bum Young, who just like, looks like he can't, can't be bothered. But at no point has Lacazette at any time during this season looked he, like he couldn't be bothered. Asking a striker to play sweeper, defender, striker, you were asking so much of him. And now, like you were saying earlier on, Richard, he's got the players around him to do the running. How many times did you see Lacazette coming back and doing some defending? No need for it, is there? We've got the right players doing the right jobs. Isn't surrounded him by lazy-ass players that are only going, well, this is only my section. It's almost like, you know, when you do zonal marking, it's like we have players that do zonal attacking. That's it. I'm only doing my zonal attacking from this part of the right hand of the pitch. If ball goes anywhere else, not my problem. I, 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 I think with Lacazette, a little bit is, you know, I don't want to be like a, a revisionist kind of thing and, and you know, because he's playing so well at the minute. He, he was poor for large spells, the thing. And I, I think... One, like I said, I think, as we touched upon earlier, I think players around him making runs for him and, you know, because if you make a run, you're going to take a defender away from you, uh, away from uh, from Lacazette, which is going to give him more space. So I think that's, you know, a big thing. But he's, you know, he's like the little girl in the in, in the story. When he when he's good, he's he's good. When he's bad, he's horrid kind of thing. It's mm. it's He's not been in great form. But at the minute, this season... He's, you know, apart from like a little blip, he's been brilliant. You cannot, and for, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fault him and 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 criticize him, you've got to give him the kudos when when he when he starts delivering and he's he's doing really really well, and which he is, you know, more power to the guy. Yeah, Josh, um, do you think? Were you surprised that West Brom kept falling for the same move from Tierney over and over and over again? At no point do they go, he's going to cut inside. Only because they did Saka started doing the same thing as well, didn't he? I mean, Saka was going down on the right and cutting in on his left. He's going full. I mean, we had like two Arn Robbins playing all, all the whole time. You knew what they were going to do. They just kept doing it. Yeah, we were just, uh, yeah. We, we, I think it's where you go with the quality of the side that we were playing as well as how good our players are was that this was Brom side was not good. They were being asked to come out and play and... You know, they just couldn't do it. And yeah, I think that what we saw from our players was, well, you know, we could look back and say, oh, Liverpool you know, only managed to get a draw against them. And the same with Man City as well. But maybe, you know, Kieran Tinney's the best left back in Scotland. And uh, yeah, Saka is better than Salah. There we go. There's the... Uh, there's the dodgy opinion for the evening for everybody. <laughs> you, nice. you can see why uh, why Big Sam wants um, wants football shut down for COVID, don't you? So he could spend <laughs> like eleven weeks absolutely drilling them guys on how to defend. Two banks of four, two banks of four. Don't you think he's that northern? But you know. <laughs> oh, there you uh, go. I, I think when the fourth one in, went in, Big Sam was ready for his uh, pint of wine and gravy chaser because <laughs> he was done. I swear, I swear, I swear, Big Sam is from like Essex or something like that. But he just, he seems he is, northern to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, he's right, got that Sorry. Um, people, if you want to put your questions in there, Josh is going to now go and have a look through some of your previous questions. And then if you can, people, if you've actually, if you've asked a question, just type it again. Save Josh having to go up and look for all the questions. So while you're doing that and Josh is braving himself, just wrap up the game. We then made some substitutions. 71st minute, William came on for, for Saka. Richard, thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. And thoughts on um, Willock coming on for Smith? I don't really think even did much. 
no, not massively. Um, I was very pleased when when both of them came off. I, you know, I wanted I want them you know wrapped up in cotton wool now we the game was won it was done dusted um you know sat for two separate reasons Saka has played so much football uh, that I don't want to overdo him and you know um Smith Rowe hasn't got the greatest injury record and he's just coming back from a layoff so it was good to get them get them both off the pitch um I, I initially as soon as you could see the difference between Saka and Willian in the sense of Saka would get the ball and his first instinct was to go forward. Whereas William was seemed, especially at the start, a little bit more cautious kind of thing. He, he started to grow into it a little bit, put in a few couple of dangerous crosses and, and he tried the old cutting the, the, the iron Robin cut inside and have a shot. But his, um, his weaker foot's nowhere near as good as, uh, as uh, old King Tierney's. Um, but yeah, I was I was I was m- m- pleased with it and fine with it to you know see out the game. Give Willian some minutes. I'm hoping he you know uh, probably I would imagine he'll get some minutes uh, in the FA Cup game against Newcastle, and also give some minutes to 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 Willock because he hasn't played a whole bunch and you know get get them on there. But it was it was more to wrap up um, Smith Rowe and Saka in, in some cotton wool. Good. And for people who didn't see the game, unused subs, Louise, Martinelli, Elneny, Gunner the Runner, Runnison, Nketiah and Pepe. Quite surprising to see that um, none of those actually got a game. But uh, I do like, like you were saying, um, Arteta's management of bringing off our stars and not playing them um, until their legs fall off. And it's good to see that I think Smith Rowe has gone ahead of Willock in the... Because Willock had so played more games than anyone else last season. Admittedly, a lot of substitute, not the most amount of minutes. But Willock is really struggling to um, establish himself and do much when he does get the chances. Not that he's terrible, not that he's done. But Smith Rowe has had these three games, three three starts in a row, or three games in a row, and he has just grabbed it and gone, I'm having this. And I just love players like, so I like Nelson, players who, who play with their um, with their socks down. Talking of playing with your socks down, did you see um, Tierney's uh, two shin pads? One Celtic 63, one Arsenal 3. Did you see that? No. Yeah, uh, yeah, do you see that, Josh? No. That's a photo of him. And he's got his two shin pads. One is Celtic crest with number 63, and the other one's his Arsenal one which I think was really good. At the end of the show, um, one of you two remind me, I want to ask you for your moment of the game and your man of the match before we close. So, Josh, time for some questions. Okay. Oh, I'm asking them, Why? It seems yeah, so. Well, I've done everything else. You just sat there and looked pretty all night. I need a rest. I need, I need a breather. That's true. Sorry. You haven't podcasted for like a week, so uh, I can see you a bit rusty. You're still uh, so- walking out pressing all the buttons when you and John did it. <laughs> exactly. Wiping them clean, disinfecting them. Uh, so, well, Richard, I think you can work out where this question's coming. It's coming your way. Um, from Archangel, has Arteta learned how to make substitutions? Yeah, yes and no kind of thing. It's got better. Um, it also helps when the people you're bringing on and the, the, the team initially are playing with more confidence and, uh, you know, are better. Um, I, You know, one of, one of the things that, um, Arteta was praised for uh, in uh, straight after like Project Restart was um, in in the water breaks. We were he was really good at uh, galvanizing the team and 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 making little adjustments in the um, uh, in in with those water breaks. So um, I, I don't know if he's got better at it. 
the team are just playing a lot better. They, they're a lot more confident, uh, a lot more aggressive, a lot more forward thinking. Um, so, yeah, so I, I don't know if I would say he is or he isn't. Um, I, I just think the team as a whole is better. And as a consequence, everything is better. Because I say he had, he did have those little water break moments where, you know, he was, um, he was changing uh, bits, things and bits and pieces. So yeah, a little bit. Yes. A little bit, a little bit of no, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> uh, Danny from Julian Salmondo in Colombia. Uh, I think cause he's not moving around at the moment seeing as uh, COVID can't be doing those cartel runs at the moment. Stay right. safe, people. Uh, yeah. If we sold Hector, do you think uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles would be happy playing right back? No. Cool. All right. Next Short question. and sweet. <laughs> said, he said he doesn't want to play there. He, I think he doesn't even want to play right wing. He wants to play in the middle. And I think right wing or in the middle he'd be happy with, but it's a bit of a waste for him to be playing a player in that position. Of that he can do so much more from other parts of the pitch. Do, yeah. do you reckon the rumours of um, of us buying Lamptey have, have got any legs? The the Brighton right back. Uh, I Josh will know more than me. I don't think so. I don't think there's enough in it um, for me. He's a good player, but the biggest problem is Brighton is so heavily reliant on him as a creative outlet that you're going to have to pay stupid money to get him out of there. And it's not something that would be worth, um, yeah, worth a while. The other thing I would say is he plays most games right wing back, not right back, uh, which is a slight nuance of what he actually needs to do defensively as well. Uh, it kind of helped, kind of helps him look better than potentially he is. He's still a great player, but for me, I don't know. Uh, I don't think we need to really look at the right back position for me. We've got pressing issues elsewhere. Uh, Maitland Niles, uh, sorry, no. Bellerin and Cedric are perfect squad level players at the moment that will get us through next season. Uh, and I wouldn't look to upgrade. I thought Bellerin was one of the most, was up there as one of the best, best players we had in the first half mm. because of the fact he progresses the ball so well. We don't have a midfielder that can do that at the moment. Like, I'm happy for when, you know, Sabayos doesn't carry the ball that often. Xhaka definitely doesn't carry the ball. So, yeah, having Bellerin in the side makes a huge difference to us uh, when he brings it up centrally. You see it in the build-up to the second goal is that all starts with Bellerin grabbing the ball from deep and running forward with it. The pass isn't anything special. It's just straight into Smith Rowe. And then the whole combination play then starts, but that comes from Bellerin bringing the ball up. And I think that's the thing that's really key and is something that Maitland-Niles doesn't necessarily bring to his game, necessarily. Uh, and certainly not from right back anyway. So I, I would... Uh, yeah, continue where we're at a right back. I wouldn't bother making any changes because we've got so many other issues we need to look at. We need another centre-back. We need to upgrade that midfield and we probably need to look at another striker in the summer as well. Um, but yeah, right back is not something that concerns me. Uh, next question. Let's go to... Uh, Richard, yeah, let's go to you. From Phil Macker, was tonight simply down to confidence? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I've, I think I've said it. I've <laughs> bored you guys to death with it six or seven <laughs> times today. Yeah, it's the confidence is is everything. Without confidence, you don't make that run. Without confidence, you know you don't try that bit of skill. You know, confidence is such a major commodity in 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 football. Uh, you know, four games ago is is like night and day to to what we we got. And you know, the players are the same. For the most part, it's we're playing, you know, the same positions and same. It's just everything is just confidence. It's it's so important and so vital. Um, and it, it's say you can you can see the massive difference in 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 pretty much every player um, in in the squad. I mean, like I said, the the, the impotence of of Martinelli. Um, I think it can you cannot understate the the his return, what his return brought to the team in, in, in sheer work rate and stuff like that, which is it seemingly galvanized everybody. Um, everybody else is, you know, is, is a little bit quicker off the mark. Everybody else is, is, is a little bit more positive on the ball. You know, it's, it's the amount of times, you know, uh, the back end of November, middle of December, where I'm screaming at the TV, stop going backwards, you know, or, or, uh, um, the other thing was somebody go to the ball, everybody's standing off, everyone's scared. But now, like I say, now we've got a bit of confidence. We've got them wins. We've got that, you know, the Chelsea game and stuff like that we've got the wins under our belts. You know, we're able to make a give and go We're we're able to Tierney's able to stick his chest up, knock the ball 15 yards and just run around the, the, the right back. Like he's not even there. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's such a such a a, a, a a powerful commodity in the game, and I'm glad we've got some confidence back. Yeah, I, I completely agree as well. That getting those kind of four goals as well, whilst the Brighton result was kind of a scrappy one nil, kind of gave us that platform. And again, this four nil gives us another platform to grow. And uh, form isn't just a you know kind of a thing you see on the table. It really is a tangible product and is something that the team can uh yeah really, really go with going forward as well uh danny question for you i'm going to quickly say jimmy h32 i think we covered that on the window uh is this one is from liam Greyhurst. does gwen doozy still have a future at the club no i think because he's only got is uh, I'm going to go and check. I made a list of all the contracts because it's something people are talking about so much at the moment. Um, it, I don't. It, apparently, his contract doesn't end at the end of next season, which I thought it did. Did he have? Did he get a renewal or something I like that? Did. I thought we signed him to a, a long deal, like a five-year one. <laughs> oh, didn't he? He was signed. He was really good, and then we gave him a better deal for longer term. Oh, maybe. Uh, he's been okay with Hertha Berlin. He scored a really good goal. I think it's his first goal that he scored. Did he? Has he never scored a goal for us in the league? I think he scored one outside of the league. Maybe uh, he scored one goal for us. Uh, mm. It was against Man City, I think. When was it against Man City? I vaguely I remember him scoring. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit too soon to decide whether he's going to be a... Um, he's got a future. As, he's got to see out the rest of the season with with Hertha Berlin and then we're going to see what players are going to come in and then what does he add to the side because at the moment where would he fit like tonight's side where would he have fitted into that side for someone all he does is I say all he does he, he runs constantly like a little terrier and, and nipping at your heels and that's the kind of job that um, Xhaka and both Sabasa are doing together tonight 
and so maybe if he came in but then do you want that disruptive disruptive influence at the club personally he's a great future years to come he'll go on and do great stuff but no i don't think he's going to do it with us i think the club will look to cash in on that if he has a good um, loan spell with hertha it'll be worth more money get rid of him in the summer but i don't think he's got a future while arteta's manager yeah uh, i completely agree as well i think there's there's great other players out there you know they might not necessarily be arsenal players but we can uh pick them up and uh, move them on. Oh, Danny, that's a very uh, <laughs> light-noted message to uh, to put up there. Oh, I didn't read that. I was, oh, no, it's the Steve. He's um, Steve Rogers. He's actually... Um, he's actually... <laughs> Captain uh, America. He, uh, he certainly is. I've known Steve for many, many years, and he is a scumbag. <laughs> so I hope his missus kills him in his sleep. Oh. Well, that's a very choice note to went, really wrap up went, other questions. That went the other way, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. Um, we used to have this thing years ago where um, we I'd tweet him and go, oh, I can't believe you found out that information about Thingy Bob joining Arsenal. And then we'd get loads of retweets and followers. And we did that for all of one summer once. And then found out after a while that people used to get very annoyed with it when you actually knew nothing. So, yeah, Steve, you're a scumbag. Uh, right I think one last question then on that note um, and I think I'm going to answer this one because I'm going to be selfish is from I know right uh, is from Devian who has already asked us a few questions says why does everyone think Willock is number 10 and not a box to box midfielder I think um, I think mainly because Willock has played in a lot of interesting positions, should we say? He had that spell at false nine. He had that kind of spell. He doesn't look convincing for me in a midfield two as a box-to-box midfielder. He doesn't necessarily look like he's got everything to his game yet. I think in a three, he'd be perfect for us. And yeah, he'd be a box-to-box midfielder rather than a 10. It's just that his attributes at the moment are a little bit odd. I think what also doesn't help him is he's listed as a 10 on FIFA. So that's why people assume it. Um, and yeah, I think that's it, Danny. That is it for all of the questions that we feel like answering because we've gone over an hour and someone would be yeah. shouting at you to get on with it. No, I can hear him in the clouds. Get on with it. And before we go, moment of the game. While you two are thinking, my one is going to be at some point when we were attacking down the right hand in the second half, Holding decided to kick the ball the length of down the right wing and Saka just looked around and went, what the fuck was that? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Fucking idiot. That was my moment of the match. Josh, you got one? Uh, I'm going to go with the easy one. It's the second goal. Well, there you go. That's short and sweet. Someone is the we, uh, Richard. Uh, my moment of the match was uh, Burn Leno making a tremendous save to uh, keep his uh, his sheet clean and shut up all the people who are saying, "Oh, Martinez is much better than him." <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. And and finally, uh, someone say Diego Costa's gone somewhere apart from Mad. So as long as as long as he hasn't turned up at the Emirates, I don't care. No. <laughs> absolute tool of a human being uh holding we'll just spend the entire time bullying him right josh your man of the match uh lacazette can't argue with that or maybe richard does richard your man of the match kieran tinney yes kieran tinney he was he was excellent 
And according to Okta, Lacazette got a 9.4 man of the match. Kieran, got a 9.2. But I'm going to go with Tierney just because the amount of work that he did and the amount of just the goals and everything he did was magnificent for <laughs> Lacazette. Did the, did, Lacazette did the job he's paid to do. Tierney did it very well. Hmm. Tierney, you're paid to defend, son. You need to get back in your box and stop setting up goals, scoring goals and being just generally brilliant because <laughs> you will never learn Spanish. So you ain't going to Spain, my old fruit. And you're not going to Italy. They eat the Scottish in Italy. That's a fact. I've seen Gladiator. They push you in a well and then eat you. <laughs> Don't go there. If anyone knows him, tell him stay at Arsenal until he's 50. So um, yeah. He can't have another team's shin pad. He's got the two now. It's done. Yeah. That's it. Well, I don't want to know what will be on his third leg. There again, if he has a COVID injection, he probably would grow a third leg and a fourth leg and a fifth leg. And then he can have as many teams as he wants. Uh, Mike Harneman says uh, tyranny. Naz says tyranny. Formerly knows uh, tyranny. Liam tyranny. They're just trying to get me to say it. Cheer. Oh, uh, Phil Macker is, I'm off to watch Doctor Who and drink port. 12. Uh, <laughs> Stephen says, Kieran. What 12-year-old is drinking port, Danny? <laughs> he's in the, the dark depths of Norwich he has to it's the only way he can get by <laughs> poor bloke uh, Angel, they may take the piss but they'll never take our freedom Avon Tierney will never get a work permit after independence Kartik <laughs> uh, Tierney Stefan says Lacazette I think he goes your bum chum Josh uh, <laughs> Steph, you dirty bum lick. You'll have none of that here. You you don't agree with Josh. Uh, Naz says, what a brilliant game. Stephen Edwards says, thank you very much for the show. Blah, blah. Chris Baird says, Wolves. Not sure what I imagine. And Mike Harneman says, we're going to win the league. And Naz Osman will end it on. It's 2.30 a.m. in Nairobi, which is in Africa, people. Unlike Timbuktu, we know where Nairobi is. So... Uh, there you go. So, uh, last thing I should do is say thank you very much, Richard, for joining us. And as an emergency guest, we had to break the glass and set you free. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, lads. Always a pleasure. Good. Thank you very much, Josh, for being here for some of the show and meaning and making sure that we were late with your shitty equipment. If I was there, I'd go past your bike. I'd give it a kick as I went by, just do. And I'd look at you in disdain and go. I was also, well. I was also here as an emergency guest when uh, John pulled out with the um, whatever he's got. Everything he's got it all. Covid's the least of his worries. If you find <laughs> it might it might make him feel a bit better if he got a touch of that. <laughs> anyway, yes, thank you very much, Josh. I've not sorted out Thursday's podcast. I will let you know five minutes before we start whether you're on or not. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, if you could give me four minutes, that'd be great. Anything more than that is a waste. Right then, thank you very, very much to everybody who's joined us tonight. We've still got 148 of you watching. If you people got nothing better to do with your time, give it a thumbs up if you liked it. Give it a thumbs up if you didn't like it. Click share. I've never seen anyone click the share button and share it on their Twitters. So go and do that lot. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. We are about to hit 7,000 subscribers, and we have been doing this 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. We're in our ninth fucking year, you freeloading scumbags. We've only got 7,000 subscribers. What the fuck are you doing? How dare you? I looked at our stats. Only 30% of you shitbags have actually bothered subscribing, the ones who watch. If you don't, if you don't subscribe, don't watch. I'm not letting you. I've got a note from my mum. It says, if you can't be able to subscribe, don't watch. 
you've scummed. No, 7,000. There's podcasts out there that don't even know that we played at Hybrid. They don't even know anything other than fucking Wenger. And they've got 50,000 subscribers. They don't even know fuck all about football. So don't go and for, unsubscribe from them and bring your subscription here. We don't want your money. Your money's no good to us. We don't need it. We're all rich. We're all rich with love. Love from Arteta. And on that note, I'm going to say goodnight. Subscribe, shitbags. Goodbye. You're sick of me. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>